Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, there's been a lot of discussion around fears, fears of scaling a business, fears of starting a business, fears that your business might all of a sudden fall over like a house of cards. And I've got eight points which I think can really help you deal with your fears, embrace your fears, even master your fears in building a property portfolio, a business or taking some risks. So number one is that a lot of people feel like fear is something that they've got to get rid of. When in reality, uh, I think if we think about it in a little bit more depth you, and without our emotion, you realize that fear actually does serve a very important purpose. Now, obviously, for humanity and survival, fear is vital to stop us doing silly things that would negate ourselves like lemmings walking off a cliff. But sometimes it's hard to see the purpose of fear, you know, in the more modern day world of business and, and dealing with social situations which aren't life threatening. So I believe the purpose of fear regarding your business, your property portfolio, your startup, your scale up is to protect you from making irrational decisions, is to preserve what you've already built and is to keep you humble to want to learn and grow and continue to develop your product and service in the marketplace. Now, the capitalist system and the free markets, you know, are a great system and environment that encourage competition, that encourage innovation and that encourage growth. If you don't grow and progress, then ultimately you're going to be out um, maneuvered by your competition. Uh, I'm in Dubai at the moment, and that's a great example because I'm in a hotel called Jumeirah Beach. That was only built 20 years ago, and they've had to do a huge, huge refurb, like completely re revamp the place. Because there's new, amazing seven star hotels built <laughs> seemingly, you know, every year. There's one behind me, the, um, the most famous sail building in Dubai. Um, but you know, obviously that's a seven star hotel. So if you had no fear to drive you to progress, to innovate, to, um, you know, to be better, then you would essentially just rot and decay, uh, very slowly. So let me just summarize again in business and, and being an entrepreneur, I believe the three purposes of fear are to protect yourself, your business, your empire, to preserve what you've built and to keep you humble, to grow, to innovate, um, to develop, to evolve. Okay. The second thing then is if we're honest, the fear is more leverageable. Uh, if you think about it, when you feel really good, okay, you can build momentum, can't you? And you can get this sort of like this, this speed and you can feel like things are going your way. But actually, when you do things well, you don't normally sit there and, and painstakingly analyze what went well and why it went so well and how to make sure it goes well next time. Usually we only do that when things don't go well. So the fear and the, and the difficulties that we face actually give us energy in order to fix problems, uh, to, to solve um, meaningful challenges and situations. So you can leverage that fear. You can build a war chest, for example. Like um, I did a, a video and a podcast recently on the only way, the main way, the single most effective way to endure any recession or crash. And that's to have a war chest of cash or access to cash, lendability, um, you know, credibility in the marketplace. That is the best hedge against a recession. Um, and, and as such, 
these fears that you have, you can leverage them to make them force you into building a war chest, into stockpiling cash. Um, I mentioned that Mark and I only draw half um, of our net profit and the other half is retained in the company bank accounts. Uh, and, and that's really fear money, if you think about it. Why else would we keep it there, just sat there, when there's virtually no interest in it? In fact, in a business account, you're probably lucky to get 0.1%. So it's unleveraged in terms of the cash element, but it's there to alleviate our fears. And you find it with people's personal income as well as their business um, capital, that people make more volatile, more get-richy-quicky, um, sort of shiny penny syndrome decisions when they have little cash buffer because they're, they're, they're looking for opportunity and therefore their, their risk threshold reduces and their, their due diligence and research reduces. Um, whereas if you have a nice big buffer and you don't have desperation, you make more sound emotional and therefore sound strategic business decisions. So that fear can, you can leverage, um, also creating systems and having contingencies. Like if you fear voids as a property investor, then have a, a contingency of six months where you would, you would, you'd have no rent, but you could pay for it with, um, you know, the, the slush fund you have for the next six months. So you wouldn't do that. This is the thing. Most people, when there's a, a bull market or they're in the sort of, you know, the peak of the economic cycle, they don't save for the rainy day because they can't see that it's going to be a rainy day because it's sunny. Uh, and most people don't plan for the rainy day when it's sunny. Okay. The third thing then that is the purpose of fear, I believe, or the benefit of fear or managing fear in business is it forces you to care, to serve and to solve. If you had no fear in your business, then you wouldn't care as much about your clients. If you had no fear about your reputation, then you wouldn't want to sort out complaints and want to make sure that your products and services are the best that they could possibly be and better than your competition. You wouldn't desire to solve your clients, followers and fans problem if you didn't have fear. Now, I'm happy to admit that a lot of my decisions about managing my online reputation, about going the extra mile, about solving issues when they come up is based on fear. Fear of me losing my reputation, fear of people judging me, fear of something breaking within my business. And that's good. And, and I like to think that I'd care regardless. But let's be honest, if there was no fear, we'd be more flippant uh, and we would probably care less. So it's definitely very good. It's great for the marketplace and it's great for you to continually um, outsmart your competition, outserve your competition. So you can take that fear and you can transmute it, refocus it, if you like, into great products, great services, great customer service, caring about your clients, nurturing and nursing them through their challenges, making their lives easier, faster and better. So again, that fear is leverageable, it's transmutable, which is, um, the, I think, the link that most people struggle to see. OK, the fourth thing, I believe, is the purpose um, of fear and, the, and ways to overcome fear is, is to it simply controls growth. We would all just go mad and grow as fast as we could with total disregard for the mess and the chaos we left behind if it were not for fear. But fear um, stops us going too big, too hard, too fast, because when you go too big, too hard, too fast, everything breaks. Now, of course, there's a lot of people that like to take risks, especially entrepreneurs, and they don't really want to admit that they don't, you know, that they, they don't just want to grow, 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 because that seems to be the purpose and nature often of business. But the relentless growth makes things break. Um, and so it, that fear will just control growth. It, it will probably stop you being so chaotic, ruthless um, and, and blazing this trail and just leaving this carnage all around you. OK, the fifth thing I want you to think about is I think that the purpose of the fear is also to get you to seek what's underneath 
the fear. So like if you fear, for example, like I do, something happened to your business, it imploding. If you fear going bust, bankrupt, um, fear everything falling down like a house of cards. I can, I can only really tell you what mine is and then ask you to seek for what yours is. So for me, it's fear of my reputation being damaged. And then below that is a fear of being judged. Now, virtually all humans in our society have fear of being judged um, you know, because we ultimately have a fear of being pushed out from the tribe, which meant death way back when. So for me, the fear of going bust links to the fear of my reputation being broken, links to the fear of public humiliation. That is really good. That's great for all of you uh, watching and listening in my progressive and disruptive entrepreneur communities, because if I didn't have that fear, I'd be spending all my retained profits and I'd probably be spending some of the company capital. I'd be making all these flippant decisions and going and being this crazy risk taker, uh, which wouldn't be wise for, um, you know, wouldn't help you uh, in, in the pursuit of getting your education and, and the communities that we build. So I think it's OK to be honest about what the fear is underneath that. And there's nothing wrong with fearing public ridicule or rejection because it's, it serves a human purpose. I think in business, it's all about controlling that fear and compartmentalizing that fear. When you can look at what the human fear beneath it is, you can then go, OK, that's a natural human fear. I'm not weird. There's nothing wrong with me. Uh, that fear serves me. Take that energy, which can be quite disruptive, uh, destructive even, or can just freeze you. And then try and hone that and transmute that uh, into something productive, like building a system, like you know, having a process such that to stop something breaking. Um, number six, then, is the um, the fear in uh, business forces you to grow um, because it forces you to be better, do better, serve, fix uh, and, you know, pushes you to a higher level, prepares you for a higher level. I think um, a lot of people, when they start business, they perceive naively that once they've solved a problem, then there'll never be a problem. You know, you can get to this idyllic fantasy where everything is just perfect. Whereas I found in business every year I've gone into it and solved bigger and bigger problems. My reward for solving a bigger problem is a bigger problem, an even bigger problem and an even bigger problem. So for me, the fear is simply getting me to grow to the next level, to take me to the um, to, to the higher challenge with more readiness and protection and preparedness uh, to solve that bigger challenge. Now, the reward for the bigger challenge is the bigger payoff or the bigger brand or the bigger reputation um, or, or whatever it is that you're seeking. So there's also reward as well as risk. I would like to say, though, that I don't think the fear ever goes away. Uh, I, I've certainly... Um, still feel it today as we get bigger. You know, I'd, I'd fear certain, I'll give you an example of this. Um, progressive is going global. Um, we're moving into new markets, probably Australia, America, Dubai, Qatar, um, possibly uh, Abu Dhabi, Netherlands, etc. Um, we did some events in Ireland last year. Um, and I definitely fear going too big, too hard in too many countries all at once because everything we've built over the last 12 years, we could completely break with a few bad decisions. So that fear serves me to get me to test these markets at different times without too much risk, without blowing a load of money and sending my entire entourage over there. So I'm going to use the connections I've got in our community already um, and leverage some partnerships and try and do it in, in, with a relatively low risk, um, low capital outlay. And had I not had that fear, 
because um, sometimes you can look at entrepreneurs and think that they're bullish, that they're big risk takers. You know, watch all these documentaries, listen to these audiobooks. It's all about massive risk, massive risk. You know, people say do or die. Well, I don't think you need to do or die um, because, you know, it's not, it's not all, you know, people say all or nothing, all in. Well, no, you don't have to. I've never gone all in. If I'd have ever gone all in and then it would have gone wrong, I'd have lost everything. So all or nothing, do or die, all in. I think these are like um, polarized forces that people like to say that make nice Instagram quotes or, you know, make good sound bites. But in reality, I would never put all in in anything. I'm never going to go all of my capital and all of my strategy into overseas because I could completely break everything we've built in the last 12 years in the UK. Okay, and then finally then is um, get mentors and be in masterminds and have people around you, uh, you know, a network uh, of individuals who are either further ahead of you or at least on the same level because you can feel misunderstood, you can feel alone, you can feel you talk to a lot of people who whilst they'll give you their free advice, they've not been there, they've not done it, they don't understand it, they don't take the risks that you do, they don't have the fears that you do. But people who've built a business bigger than yours or built a portfolio bigger than yours or have been there before or twice your age, um, you know, that they, they have probably endured all the challenges uh, that you've gone through and probably bigger ones that they can navigate you through as you develop your strategy and build in your size and scale. So let me summarize then what we've covered. And then if you've just uh, tuned, in, tuned into the live um, after we started, you can go back and watch the replay. So overcoming fears in business. And number one is knowing the purpose of the fear, I believe, to protect, preserve and to keep you humble to grow. And number two, leverage the fear and use it to protect your downside, build a war chest and uh, save and preserve cash and capital, build systems and contingencies to be able to endure your worst case fear scenarios. And um, number three, these fears um, s- serve you to force you to care, to serve, to solve, to fix things to look after and love your community followers and fans. And let's be honest, we'd all get a bit lazy or flippant, or if it was just too easy, we wouldn't care as much. We could be more selfish, um, but the fear forces us to be selfish, selfless, so it's a gift. Um, number four is um, it, it controls growth. Um, if you have this fear, it makes you not go too big too soon so that everything would break. Number five, seek to... Um, discover what the deeper fear is in you behind your business fear. And when you understand that, you understand it's human and then you can turn it back on its head and leverage it. Um, like I shared earlier, mine is going bust, which is linked to a fear of my um, reputation being in tatters, which is linked to, um, you know, a fear of um, public ridicule and basically um, being completely ostracized by my entire peers and society. Um This fear is feedback that you're growing, because if you have no fear, you're probably comfortable. If you have some fear, it's feedback that you're stretching yourself and you're growing. And surely that's a good thing in in business. And you've just got to balance that fear with the risk. And it's all preparing you for the next level. Make sure you get mentors, masterminds and people who are your peers um, that can help guide you through this, you know, this bumpy terrain that is being a property investor, a business person, an entrepreneur. I just want to say that, you know, the risks that you take are um, not the same risks that people take that are employed. Um, and so in, in, in some regards, you are more brave and maybe more crazy, but the upside rewards are great. Um, the system is built such that it, re- it rewards the entrepreneur because, you know, you pay your tax last rather than paying your tax first, like employed people. You're not as alone as you think. Obviously, we have the disruptive entrepreneur community. We have the progressive property community. I have my, my podcast community. So you're not alone. In fact, I'm doing this video in reaction to um, a video that someone put up recently about um, just always feeling scared 
Or, or sometimes people have this imposter feeling, don't they? Oh, do I deserve this? You know, I've, I've got this little amount of success, or I'm taking this risk. Or, but, but, but you know, little are me. How can I, get, you know, be successful? What what gives me the right? Do I even deserve it? And, and all these questions are going to come up. And like I said, they're all there to serve you, to force you to grow to the next level. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.